Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Kind of getting back into the groove here again. I know I've said that before, but really am and uh, really appreciate uh, all the kind words uh, from the community that was kind of wondering where I was while I was taking my little self-imposed sabbatical here. But some things that uh, I want to talk about coming up in coming uh, episodes that uh, I hope will be of use to a lot of you. Um, sometimes we have to review some of the things that we have talked about in the past. And today is just one of those. It's sort of another week in the world of the uh, botanical method aquarium mo- uh, movement. There's like more excitement, more new tanks. There's just more loves for the, love for the whole aesthetic and the, the function and all the fascination that comes with the stuff. And it's kind of good to be back. And of course, with more new people to this um, sort of end of the hobby come more questions. One of the top questions that we field here is can I have a lot of botanical material in my tank without brown water? And of course the answer is yes. This is obviously a concern for a lot of people and I get it. I mean, happily we're seeing a large influx of hobbyists who are interested in utilizing botanicals in their aquariums. Many, however, are accustomed to the clear water look, the so-called nature aquarium style. And many in the really, you know, hardcore aquascaping crowd don't really have a protocol for incorporating or even considering botanicals in their scapes, let alone the tinted water. So this makes a whole lot of sense. We've been trying to change that for the last six or seven years or so. And I think we are, but with more hobbyists from different worlds starting to play with botanicals and stuff, it's only logical for us to address these concerns. So we're pretty excited to have all you people playing with us and let's kind of get into it. So how do you get rid of the tint? Well, it's ridiculously easy and probably obvious to most of you. Just use chemical filtration media in your aquarium, in your filter specifically. And specifically, activated carbon or something like Seachem Purigen. Yeah, it's really that easy. This way, you can have all those sexy botanicals in your tank and none of the very, uh, you know, or, or at least a little of that tint that's visible. And as more and more hobbyists embrace the use of botanicals in aquariums, we're seeing more and more tanks with, you know, that golden brown colored tint to the water. So more people are starting to take to it. Yet there's a bit of confusion about what it represents. So let's be clear, (laughs) pun intended, about one thing. There's a difference between color and clarity. Now, the color, as you know, is a product of tannins leaching into the water from wood and botanicals and soils and so forth. And it's typically, it's not cloudy. A lot of people say, oh, black water is dirty. It's actually one of the more natural looking water conditions around as water influenced by soils, wood, leaves, and all that stuff is ubiquitous around the world. Other than having that undeniable color, there's little that differentiates this water from so-called crystal clear water to the naked eye. Of course, the water may have a lower pH and in general hardness and a suite of other organic compounds and stuff like that, but these factors typically have no bearing on the visual clarity of the water. That being said, one of the things you might notice right from the start with your botanical method aquarium is that you might have a little bit of a haze that's slow to clear. 
Now, part of this is no doubt due to the breakdown of the leaves, the seed pods, all that stuff that we use. Surface dirt, lignin, and other compounds bound up in the tissues of the botanicals are released in the water upon their, you know, initial submergence. And the fact that many of us tend not to use a lot of chemical filtration in our medias might even have some impact on that too. This haziness or turbidity is not necessarily a bad thing nor indicative of any sort of a problem. Not in our botanical laden systems typically. Rather, it's a sign that the materials we use are interacting with the aquatic environment. It's another reason for this haziness could be a burst of microorganisms or bacterial growth, which impacts the clarity, the visual clarity, as populations multiply rapidly in this fertile environment with its wealth of organic materials supplied by decomposing matter upon which they feed. I don't think this is um, scary. I think that's a really interesting phenomenon, which is distinctive to our botanical style, you know, or botanical method, excuse me, aquariums. It's one of those things I call functional aesthetics. We've talked about this ad nauseum over the years. To accept it as a choice and to, you know, it definitely requires the adoption of a mindset shift to appreciate that this is very similar to what we see in many of the natural aquatic ecosystems that we attempt to replicate. Now, when you think about it, the botanical method aquarium sort of falls into that category of hmm, natural Leaves and botanicals certainly add to the organic load and are most definitely materials which accumulate within the tank, right? And they look very different from what we're used to seeing in contests and these you know, vogue-esque Instagram posts, right? Black water or botanical method aquariums simply look different. The water turns brown. We've rehashed that like 4 million times here. Now, again, is this a negative? If you look at a lot of underwater photos and videos taken in the natural habitats of our fishes that thankfully are becoming more and more popular and abundant than ever, you see a lot of stuff in the water column or on the bottom or whatever. And the water's not always crystal clear blue-white, right? It's, well, it's brown. Natural streams are not the pristine-looking nature aquarium subjects of our dreams, are they? We're always of the opinion that an aquarium is not an open natural system and that there are fundamental differences between the two. I get that. However, to see some of the processes, the aesthetics, in fact, the functional analogies, you know, the way materials break down, redistribute, et cetera, et cetera, and how the water chemistry is affected by this stuff. When we see these things take place in our aquariums, we can't help but think that we're sort of on to something here. And part of this something is accepting that the appearance and the visual manifestation of the processes going on in your aquarium is okay. And again, it's not something that everybody likes. It's something that many might perceive as dirty, messy, and just plain ugly right? And perhaps even more important, the idea of throwing things like leaves and seed pods into a tank, a carefully managed artificial world, seems on the surface like simply polluting what was long suggested should be a pristine system as you could possibly make. And that, you know, brown water equals dirty, right? Yeah, a lot of aquarists still equate tannin-stained water with dirt. And curiously, with them being somehow more difficult to maintain. And really, the reality is black water botanical method aquariums are no more difficult than pretty much any other style or type of aquarium. They simply require an understanding of what makes them tick and how to optimize maintenance activities to facilitate their long-term success. Oh, and the understanding that the color of the water does not equal dirty or difficult. Yet, I still hear this a lot when I speak at clubs, you know, showing hobbyists the, these amazing aquariums and and uh, natural habitats, it's still kind of hard for many of them to get their heads around this, despite showing videos and picks up the ass of all sorts of wild blackwater aquarium habitats, or blackwater habitats, wild and otherwise. 
I know, I know, an aquarium's not an open natural system, yet if it's well managed, it can function beautifully for years and years, much like in a wild aquatic ecosystem. Yet some, you know, hobbyists perceive botanical aquariums with botanicals as ugly. And in the last few years, I've heard it called a fad or a trend, which makes me kind of laugh because nature doesn't play with trends. It's becoming something we're more aware of, more exposed to, for better or for worse. Some find it repugnant, others find it an amazing area to explore. Differences of opinion abound. And that's perfectly fine. We all have our definition of beauty. Yet we do carry a sort of a clear water prejudice in our fish keeping genes, don't we? I think so. It's almost like our idealized aesthetic perceptions of what we feel water should look like in an aquarium have been, you know, conditioned us as a hobby to sort of gently disregard what truly looks, you know, what it truly looks like in the habitats from which our fish has evolved and why it's actually important for their health. Now, I'm certainly not asserting that keeping fishes from blackwater habitats and crystal clear aquariums is somehow going to ruin their vitality or render them susceptible to illnesses or that providing blackwater conditions is some sort of miracle concept that'll lead to unimagined success. That's just a little too hyperbolic even for me. However, I'm at least curious about how much better our animals might do long term. I'm talking like decades of captivity, of being bred, etc. If they were maintained in conditions that more or less replicate the waters from which they evolved. We've seen a lot of discus, beta, and epistogram of breeders use these types of conditions in their aquariums for many years, and their successes have been obvious. And what's exciting is that we're still starting to see hobbyists equate the way natural ecosystems provide for the life forms which reside in them and how many factors contribute to their success. And like so many things in nature, the complexity of blackwater habitats is more than what meets the eye. This creates many opportunities for aquarists to create amazing aquariums and to do a lot of exploring. Chemically, biologically, and ecologically, blackwater habitats are a weave of interdependencies with soil, with water, with the surrounding forest. They're all functioning together to influence the lives of the fishes which reside in them. Again, this is stuff we've talked about for a long time, right? No single factor can provide all the necessary components for a fish population to thrive. And the other thing that I want to just put in your head again is just because your water is brown because of these decomposing materials and has that beautiful golden tint, it doesn't mean that it's soft and acidic. There's a big difference between the visual appearance of the water and the chemical composition of the water. Sometimes they're related, but oftentimes they're quite different. So it's something to think about, something to keep your mind open to and to explore. And the reality is these aquariums simply look different, yet amazingly natural looking and we hope compellingly beautiful to replicate these unique habitats and the function and the aesthetics which they bring requires some observation some open-minded experimentation and yeah a sense of adventure and perhaps a little love for that brown water stay excited as we jump back into this world stay inspired stay open-minded stay educated and always stay wet until next time this is scott fellman from 10 and aquatics thanks for spending part of your day with me and i look forward to seeing you on the next installment of the tent